Good morning, beautiful people. Good morning to all my beautiful people. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a blessing. It's a, like the old people used to say, it's, a, it's another day's journey. And I'm so glad about it. It's another day's journey. And I am extremely glad about it. You hear what I'm trying to tell you? It's a I'm I'm it's a miracle. Oh Woo. it's a miracle that a lot of us are still here today. It's a miracle. You don't you don't need to look at you don't need to look nowhere else. You don't need to peep into nobody else's life. You don't need to dig in nobody else's life. But for a lot of us, it's a miracle. My goodness. For us to be here today, it was nothing but the hand of the Almighty God that we are still alive. It is nothing but His favor. Nothing but his grace, nothing but his power that's got us here today. Now, I'm just telling you, I felt that thing. And I'm, I, it's a miracle Woo! that I'm here today. Sometimes we look everywhere else for inspiration. We look everywhere else for motivation. We look everywhere else for encouragement. I want to share this morning in my little segue before we tackle and dive into the ship is that you don't have to look anywhere else, but if you want to see a miracle, you don't have to look afar. You don't have to look across the street. You don't have to look down the road. You don't have to look across the country, but it's a miracle. It's a miracle that I am alive. It's a miracle that I'm still here after all of the stuff that I've been through, out of all of the things that I've done to myself, that I've pushed and put myself through. It's a miracle, oh Lord have mercy, that I'm still here. I am the miracle that I can be motivated by. My life being as it is has enough nuggets. <laughs> Woo! has enough nuggets in it itself. Hear what I'm trying to tell you? To motivate, inspire, and encourage me. If I just take some time to act like the song says, like the older people say, and take inventory of my... Sometimes you have to take inventory of your own life to go back through the decades if you're that old. Go back through the years and just see the times that you were barely making it. Seeing the times that you almost lost your everlasting mind. Look at the times when you were at the bottom of the barrel. When you were depressed. When you were in a low place. When you had no self-esteem. When you were broke. When you were almost or at the point of being homeless. Honey, you ain't got to look across the road. You ain't got to go across the railroad tracks. You don't have to read nobody else's memoir. If you want to see a miracle, whoo, somebody say this. Somebody say this. I I am the miracle that 
that I can be inspired by. I am the miracle that I can be inspired by. Now, that thing just done got me all hyped up and motivated and stuff. Woo! But I felt that. Let me see. Katandra, good morning. Marie, good morning. Uh, Nisi, good morning. Tip, one of my greatest intercessors in the world, Apostle Tiffany Fountain. Mika, good morning. Corey Marable, one of my favorite ELA teachers in the whole world on this side of heaven. Keitha, good morning. Sharon, good morning. Monica, good morning. Dejana, good morning. Woo! Deborah Walden, good morning. Shauna, good morning. Michelle, good morning, love. Miss Maria, good morning. Lord, have mercy. Woo! Bad, good morning. Antoinette B., good morning. Dejana, I think I said your name. Lisa Wolf, good morning. Kim Baker, good morning. I'm telling you, you don't have to look afar to find your miracle. You are that miracle. It's you. It is indeed you. So I'm so, again, just, I'm just, I'm just grateful to be alive. Cynthia Samuel, good morning. I am grateful to be here. The morning shift. Woo! Lord, I almost got beside myself. The morning shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, they're located at 500 East Alden Avenue. 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta, Georgia. They can be reached uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141. Gatlin Mortuary offers an array of services to help you with the planning of your loved one's homegoing celebration. Uh, we offer funeral services, memorial services, burial services, as well as cremation services. If you'd like to call in or make a visit just so you can sit down and talk to them about pre-arrangements. Uh, the pre-arrangements uh, are available uh, with prepayment options to assist you as you plan ahead of time for what may and possibly could happen to you or your loved one. Again, the morning shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta, Georgia. Sharonda, good morning. So again, where we left off is I am the miracle that I can be inspired by. You don't got to go across town. You don't have to search for another. It's right in your own life. Good morning, Alyssa. Right in your own life. And with that being said, y'all, let me go ahead and snatch you with this quote for the day. Okay. Let me go ahead and let's shift for today. So today's quote is this. Dear God. Whoo. Whoo, Lord Jesus. Dear God. I don't ask you to make my life easier. But I ask you to give me strength to face all my troubles. Now this, this has really, this really has touched me this morning. Dear God, I don't ask you to make my life easier, but I do ask that you give me strength 
to face all of my troubles. I'm not asking you to take anything from me. I'm not asking you to make my life a bed of ease. I'm not asking you to make my life picture perfect. But all I'm asking for you to do for us today is give us the strength to face all of our troubles. Some of us don't need it easier. Some of us don't need the path straighter. We just need to tap in to the strength that God gives to us so we can face all of our troubles. Sometimes it's not about having an easy life. I just need your strength. Woo! Help me, Jesus. Lord, I'm not asking you to, to take all my pain away. I'm just asking you to give me strength. I'm not asking you to move all of my enemies out of my way. But what I am doing is asking you to give me strength to face all my troubles. Where the people that stand with me and in, in, in agreement with me this morning, with me this morning, that says, Lord, I'm not asking you. To make my life easier. But what I am asking. Lynn good morning. Is that you give me strength. To face all of my troubles. Oh my God. As I go through the day. Give me the strength. To face whatever's going to happen. However. As I'm traveling. Give me the strength. To handle. And to face what goes on. I can't do it by myself. If you're not going to make it easier for me, oh, Lord, if you're not going to make it easier for me, at least make sure you give me the adequate amount of strength to keep pushing through the storm. Give me a piece of your, some of your strength, okay, to get me through whatever it is I got to face, right? I'm not asking you to make it easier. Making it easier don't make me better. Whew, my goodness. Making it easier for me does not necessarily make it better for me. But I need your strength because my strength, Lord have mercy, for some of the things that we face, our strength is nowhere near sufficient. Our strength is is nowhere near worthy. Our strength is nowhere near strong enough. Because if our strength was strong enough, there would be no need for him. Right? There would be no need for him. So in Psalms 143, we're going to look at Psalms 143 this morning. Verse number 11 and 12. Oh my goodness. I'm going to let y'all get up out of Dodge. Uh, Psalms 143, verse 11 and 12 from the Message Bible. Hear me when I say this, y'all. Hear me when I say this now. Him making your life easier. Are you praying for your life to be easier? For your struggles to be small? It, it does not mean that... that it's going to make you better. Right? I want to be a better me. I want to be, today, my challenge is to be better than I was on yesterday. To lead more gracefully and more efficiently than I did yesterday. To serve in a greater capacity than I did yesterday. 
to love at a deeper level, oh my God, from a deeper place than what I did yesterday. Brenda Emmett, good morning. Debbie White, good morning. Miss Aline, good morning. Katrina, good morning. Mary Jane, good morning. Get what I'm saying? That's, that's my challenge. Not for it to be easier, but me, for me to have learned whew, that from yesterday's life, from yesterday's happening, learned from yesterday's going on that I need more of his strength whew, to keep me from acting up and getting in trouble today. Okay? So Psalms 143, verse 11 and 12. Oh, my goodness. It says, keep up your reputation, God. Give me life. Oh, my Jesus. Listen, keep up your reputation, God. Give me life. This is what the writer is saying. David is praying this. He said, Lord, as I'm going through and I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with, I've battled what I've had to battle. I've had to face what I've had to face. I've had people come against me. I've had uh, situations to come up. But whatever you do, keep up your reputation. <laughs> Lord, you, God, you have a reputation. See, that's why it's important for us as believers, for, for you being who you are, whether you're a Christian or not, because this is not a Christian morning shift. This is a morning shift for everybody, for all creeds, for all genders, for all nationalities, ethnicities, backgrounds. Again, this is not a quote-unquote morning shift for Christians. This is a morning shift for people who want to refocus their mind for the day. It's important for you to keep a good reputation. If you got a reputation for being uh, being there for people, make sure you keep up your reputation. If you have a reputation of helping others, keep up your reputation. Keep up your good reputation. Right? So David says, I know who you are. I know what people have said about you, but I know who you are for myself because I've done some stuff. Y'all ain't saying nothing. This is a prayer of David. He says, I've done some stuff. And you have brought me out of some hard places. I've done some, some dirty stuff. I've, I've, I've had men killed whew, because of my own desires. I, I've, I've, I've taken a, another man's wife because of my lustful and fleshly desires. So David says, I've, I've been at the bottom and you chose me. So at this point in my life, Lord, I need for you to keep up your reputation. And then he says, give me life. Because that's what God had been doing for him and doing for people around him. Give me what you're known for. Even in my wrongdoing, give me what you're known for. Even when I slip, oh my God, even when I fall, even when I fail, even when I come short. This is what David says. Keep up your reputation, God, and give me life. Michelle, good morning.
Kayla, good morning. Kalia, good morning. Keep up your reputation, God, and give me life. Listen to what he says. In your justice. In your justice. You being a just God. You being a righteous God. You being a, a holy God. You being a loving God. You being a forgiving God. You being a God that will never leave me. You being a God that will never forsake me. You being a God that wakes me up early in the morning. And, 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 and you, I go to sleep trusting you at night. You being that kind of God in your justice Get me out of this trouble. I don't know if anybody's ever been in any situations in your life where you've had to say, Lord, get me out of this trouble. Whew. But honey, I done prayed it more times than I'm willing to admit sometimes. Lord, get me out of this trouble. This ain't trouble that nobody else done got me in. This is not trouble that I can put the blame and responsibility on someone else. Get me out of the trouble that I've caused for myself. Get me out of this trouble that I have found myself in. I need somebody that will declare it, that's not afraid to verbalize it this morning and say, Lord, get me out of this trouble. Woo! Get me out of this hard place that I'm in. Get me out of this. I got to calm my nerve. Get me out of this difficult place that I've allowed myself to get into. I've fallen away from you. Lord, get me out of this trouble. I've been lacking in my faith lately. Lord, get me out of this trouble. I've, I've been, I've been doing things that I know I'm better than. Lord, get me out of this trouble. I've sunk away from you. I've isolated myself from family. I've isolated myself from the people who I know really love me. Lord, get me out of this trouble. No, I'm not blaming nobody else. I'm not putting it on nobody else. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody else. But Lord, get me out of... Woo! Help me here. Get me out of this trouble. I done found myself in houses I should not be staying in. I found myself in places that I should not be walking in. I found myself dealing in areas that I shouldn't be dealing in. I found myself walking with people I should not be walking with. I found myself thinking things that I should not be thinking. Lord, I found myself... Ooh, saying stuff that I should not be saying. Lord, get me out of this trouble. Whew. Good God Almighty. That's what David said. David said, Lord, in your justice, I know you're going to do, I know you're going to give, because of your reputation, I know you're not going to give me light and give me death. Because of your reputation, you give me an opportunity to repent. Because I know your reputation, you give me an opportunity to, to come back. You give me an opportunity to recover. You give me an opportunity.
opportunity to ask for forgiveness. You give me an opportunity to turn it around like you've done so many times in times before. You give me an opportunity to get things straight before destruction comes. When Listen, I'm telling you, when you see God exposing the filth in people's lives, when you see God punishing us for things, he's already, I'm talking good, he has already given us a chance to repent, but we didn't. He's already given us a chance to get it right, but we didn't. So whenever our sins and our transgressions are aired out, whenever God unveils the things that we've done, when he unveils... transgressions when he unveils our ungodly acts is because he has given us an opportunity to change our ways he has given us an opportunity to repent he's given us an opportunity to get it right but when we don't when we don't trouble happens nick and nicole good morning phil Good morning. It says, in your justice. I got to slow down. In your justice, get me out of this trouble. Psalms 143, verse 11 and 12. Then David says, in your great love. Now, keep in mind all, what you see David doing. Before he says, before he makes a request, he acknowledges who God is. Before you make a petition to God. Before you pray, <clears throat> excuse me, before you pray to God and ask him to do anything for you, make sure you acknowledge who he is. So David says, keep up your good reputation. He acknowledges who he is. Then he says, give me life. Then he says, in your justice, turns around, get me out of this trouble. He acknowledges God as being just. Then he says, in your great love. Oh my God, in your great love, vanquish, vanquish my enemies. Vanquish means to thoroughly defeat. In your great love, vanquish my enemies. Defeat them thoroughly. In your great love, make sure however you deal with my enemies. Uh, I don't have to deal with them like this again. However, you're going to take care of my enemies. Oh, because in your great love for me now, in your defeat them thoroughly. Through and through. Don't leave nothing. Then he says, make a clean sweep. Of those who harass me. Lord have mercy. Make a clean sweep. Get them out the way. Of those who harass me. Harass means to subject to aggressive pressure or intimidation. Or people who make small repeated attacks against you. There are some people who have been making small repeated attacks against you. They'll attack you one week or one day and leave you alone for the rest of the week. Every every week they got something. So David says, make a clean sweep of those people who harass me, who aggressively pressure me, who try to intimidate me, who attack me. In your great love, then David says, he finishes out, he says, and why am I 
asking you to do all of this for me. I've acknowledged you, but why am I doing asking you to do all of these things? Why am I praying all of these things? He says, and why? Why would you do this, God? Why would you answer my prayer? Why would you even lend your ear to me? David closed it out and said, because I'm your servant. Oh, people looking at your life and trying to figure out how all of these, how your enemies are being silenced. Oh, my God. How people that have been harassing you just completely shut up or they just they just completely fall off of the face of the earth. They they, they stop bothering you. They don't turn tables. David said people are going to wonder why these things are happening. And you could just simply say, because I'm here serving. Why are you being blessed like that? Why? Why did God get you out of something that you put yourself into because I'm here serving? Because even though I've, I do wrong, y'all hear me, even though I do wrong, my heart towards him is pure. Even when I slip, my heart towards his people are pure. Even when I come short, even when I get in trouble, my heart towards him is still a servant's heart because I'm his servant. God, say, so why you want the Lord to do all of this for you? Because I'm his servant. Why do you have such great expectations? Because I'm his servant. Why, why do you expect him to do exceeding abundantly? Because of his reputation. Why do you expect him to do? Because I'm his child. Because I'm his offspring. Because I'm his I'm a friend of God because I'm his servant. Woo! Lord, have mercy. Why do things turn around for me when it seems like it's not turning around for everybody? Because I'm his servant. Why should you get back on track when you have gotten off track? Because you're his servant. Why should you refocus your focus? Because you're his servant. Why can't you get away with it? Because you're his servant. Why does it have to be hard for you? Why does it have to be difficult for you? Because you're his servant. And because you are his servant, you don't ask him to make your life any easier. You ask him to give you the strength to face your troubles because I'm his servant. Why is he going to do it for me? Because I'm his servant. Why is he going to give me a time to repent? Because I'm his servant. Why is he going to give me some space to get this thing together? Because I'm his servant. Woo! Oh, Lord, have mercy. I have access because I'm his servant. I can pray like this. Woo! I can speak like this. I can declare like this. I can decree like this. I can come before him like this boldly because I'm his servant. That's why I can do it. That's why I can stand up in the midst of chaos and speak peace because I'm his servant. Woo! That's why I can walk on a scene in an atmosphere and an environment and expect things to change because I'm his servant. 
That's why the prodigal son, when he left from home, I'm talking to somebody. When he left from home, when he got away from his father, when he got away from the will of his father, he demanded all of the possessions that belonged to him. And he went to a far country. And the Bible says to us that when, whenever he had spent all that he had in the midst of a famine, he would have ate the pig swine. But the Bible says that he came to himself and he began to think about what servants oh the benefit servants he said i would rather go home and just be a servant oh my god in my father's house even though i left i don't have to come back as a son i don't have to come back uh uh, uh as as lineage in the inheritance i don't have to come if i could just come back as a servant because even his servants are dressed in robes even his servants have rings on their finger even his servants are eating good even his servants are living good lord I, the reason why he's going to do it for me he's going to receive me when if i make up in my mind that i'm going to get myself together if i make it up in my mind that i'm going to reconnect with him in the spirit i'm his servant i'm his servant he don't turn his back on his servant he don't leave us out there to die because I'm, I'm his servant. That's what David said. So in my closing, beautiful people, I got to get out of God. Dear God, I quote for the day. Dear God, I do not ask you to make my life easier. But I ask you to give me strength to face all of my troubles. I hope I said something today to make you this morning to help shift your day. Because this is the morning shift where shift happens. It ain't never too late oh, for you to go back home. It's never too late for you to get from wherever you are and go home. Even if you just have to submit to being a servant, he takes care of his people. He takes care of his people. Listen, beautiful people, go on and make your day great. Have a beautiful one. Be safe. Again, stay positive. Know this. Know this. Know this now. He's going to live up to his reputation as it concerns you. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift where shift happens. Till tomorrow morning, same back time, same back channel. I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.